You're tuned in to Made Conference, powered by AdTech. Hello, everybody, and we are broadcasting live by the Made, powered by AdTech Conference 2016 in New York City at the Javits Center. We are live on the expo floor talking to great thought leaders who have done great things at AdTech. AdTech has a, a long history, 20 years. This is actually the 20th anniversary show as we reinvigorate the show and re relaunch the brand. And we're here with Stefan Tornquist, who is VP of Research at eConsultancy. And Stefan's been doing a lot of work with the show, publishing a lot of content to get people really excited about what's happening. So you have a long history with AdTech. Can you tell us about it? I was trying to think. I, I'm pretty sure that 1997 was my first AdTech. Oh, wow. uh, back yeah. at the Hilton. Midtown, uh, I at that time was a tech company co-founder, a small company called Blue Streak, which was a rich media company. Uh, we were a little bit ahead of our time, uh, yeah. as, many, uh, as many companies at that moment were. The, uh, the technology for the home consumer wasn't nearly enough to have a very rich experience. Yeah. Uh, I remember standing there watching one of our JavaScript banner ads build itself painstakingly, pixel by pixel. So not surprisingly, we pivoted and became an ad-serving and email com infrastructure company. So a baby double-click, if you will. Right, right, right. And now you have a big role at eConsultancy, which is a really well-known publisher, uh, research content company. And what are you doing for them there? So what I do is, I about 10 years ago, I got onto the research side of this industry, and it's an absolutely uh, fascinating one to, to poke around in because it's so dynamic and it involves not just technology and not just the media ecosystem but also human psychology and um, you know, most of the most of the innovations we see in the consumer world whether it's the phone or the um, driverless car all these things all have an implication on marketing so it makes it a very interesting area to uh, to work in so what I do for consultancy I, I run research here in the states and some of that research is for our paid subscribers who want to know you know how markets are shifting or uh, what they need to be paying attention to, how to do things. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other side of that business is also we do a, a fair bit of uh, partnered research, underwritten research for companies like Google and Microsoft and Adobe. And, uh, and some of those things point us in very interesting directions. Uh, for example, right now I'm doing a, a report that has yet to be published on the future of search for Microsoft. And, oh, interesting. You know, that sounds like, okay, well, you know, search has been around for a long time. How's it evolving, you know, from conversation to context? But as you start looking ahead five to 10 years, you're looking at the, the future of everything sort of coming together around search as intelligent agents, uh, start to act as intermediaries between each of us as a consumer right, right. and brands. Like my Alexa at home, which I have one in every room. I know that sounds crazy, but... It doesn't sound crazy. You know, That's it, where we're all going to be, is yeah. with this ambient internet around us at all times, yeah. whether it's through a box or a car or your watch or a subcutaneous chip. That is where we're headed. And I just noticed, because you did a lot of great work um, in sending out content that helped everyone prepare for a lot of the themes that we've bubbled up at the show, and it seems that you have this great life library um, of, of content that's really hitting every major trend right now. So where do you guys determine what you're going to write about and do research on? You know, because you really seem to have this huge library of everything that is sort of hot right now. Well, it, it's a couple of things. One is that that is our job. You know, if folks are going to spend a lot of money to have us as a resource, then we need to have a pretty broad coverage. And uh, But I think the what allows us to do that is that we focus in on sort of the, the, the practical now, 
uh, you know, what can you do in addressable television today versus, you know, a lot of companies do very good work looking ahead at you know, market conditions in five years. We don't really do a lot of that. Uh, we look six months out, a year out perhaps. What we really want is to be able to give uh, whether it's somebody who's putting together an email campaign or the CMO, the tools that they need right now to, to plan ahead. Uh, for one reason, in a, ch in a market that's this, or in an industry that's this changeable, yes. you start looking out much more than a year and uh, your, your hit rate gets pretty dismal. Right, right, right. I mean, it's so true because we just had Musical.ly on the stage and who would have heard of them six months ago? Mm -hmm. And now they're like the biggest social media platform out there. So you kind of have to be really flexible That's exactly in, right. in this space. So are clients coming to you with topics or are you going to clients with topics? It's uh, a little bit of both. I mean, of course, we have an editorial calendar where we think things are headed. But one of the, one of the good things about working with partners like you know, Google and Microsoft is that you know, they put a lot of time into knowing where things need to go next as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, they're not looking you know, they're, they're spending money 10 years out, thinking 10 years out, but in terms of what marketers need to know, what business people or even consumers need to know, that's much closer to home. And, right, right, and that, right. so they're, they're good guidance on, for example, last year, uh, we weren't sure yet whether, how much, how much work to do around first party data, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, because it seems like a pretty small minority of companies are actually doing much. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we worked with some partners who really wanted to get the, get the story of where the industry was and where it was headed with first party data. And I'm now very glad that those reports were, were written because I think that they are- So relevant. They are extremely relevant now. And are you finding, uh, at least when I had a role at a large holding company where I had every business category coming in, I found that I was a little smarter than some of the folks who were only focused on one business category because mm -hmm. they fold into each other so nicely and you can take learnings from each. So you guys are sort of sitting on the top working with a variety of clients who have a variety of interests and business concerns. So does that help you sort of, you know? Well, it helps and it hurts, right? Because right. when that person says, I need to know how to do uh, healthcare marketing better, like, well, you're a healthcare marketer. You're going to know better than we do. Right. You know, we, what we bring is this, is both a deep and wide knowledge in, in digital, and yeah. I use that word as broadly as it can be used. And so I think in that regard, we're able to, to add value in, in pretty much any business scenario. But of course, you sometimes get caught with these hyper-specific questions that are sector-specific, and you're like, well, I'm happy to come in and uh, give you my opinion for a couple of hours and let's see how that works out. But you know, sometimes the, the marketers just need validation for what they're already thinking. Uh, and, uh, and sometimes I'm there to give it to them. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen in the next year? Do you think there's going to be any big blow up in the MarTech space? Any Besides, say, a trend like virtual reality, is there anything that you think is going to really rock the world? I don't, not, not in the next year. I kind of see this, I see that we're, us being, as you see, so much consolidation happening and less venture money coming in mm -hmm. for the next, I don't know, call it a couple of years. Yeah. Um, because I really feel like that, that whole bot and agent world is going to drive a tremendous amount of investment, but Got it's it. not there yet. I sort of see us in a little bit of a, of a plateau uh, as, um, as some of that, as the, the last money injected works itself yeah. out of the system. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to see the loom escape get a lot smaller in the next couple of years. I mean, it's, it's going to be tumultuous by anybody's standards, yes. except digital marketing, which uh, is used to such a level of variance. That, right, but uh, that chart will get smaller, right? That chart will get smaller, and I think that's going to make it a lot easier for, for many yeah, marketers. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I remember a couple of years ago coming to an ad tech, and there were just like, 30 DSPs in a row, <laughs> and I was like, what's different about you or the other, you know what I mean? And then 
we're the best social media aggregator or we're the best sentiment analysis. And I'm like, but there's 20 of you. How do I tell? Now I feel yeah. like the folks that are here are really like the ones that are, should be here, you know? Yeah, I think that is true. I mean, it just at a, at a very basic level, are you better off as a marketer to be uh, on, on a mountain of best-in-class point solutions or across a more integrated solution where you can just get things done? Right, uh, you know, right. I don't mean to sound uh, you know, too prosaic, but you know, if trying to find efficiency in such a disparate market, right. there's a lot of value in that. So um, is there anything that you just published or wrote or anything that we can look out for? Uh, let's see, well this Microsoft report on the future of search will be out, I don't know whether end of Q4, beginning of Q1. We're doing a thing on the future of agencies with IBM that's going to be interesting. Ooh, that's okay. based, on, based on CMO feedback and I'm hoping that it's not just another, oh, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> uh, look, yeah. at, uh, look at the future instead. I think we need to go at some of the, the more and tricky issues. You know, just a little side note, when you talk about CMOs, today's CMO is not who we thought they were going to be, right? Mm -hmm. They're like a completely different creature now. Depends on the sector, but absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think you know. the, the CMOs that you tend to see at events like this are a different creature. Yeah, and yeah. Certainly on the consumer side. There's still like plenty of C CMOs. CIOs, CTO, and CMO kind of combined almost, you know? Like absolutely. Um, these interesting creatures. Well, Stefan Tornquist from eConsultancy, VP of Research, a uh, an ad tech fan. It's been around the show for a long time. Many and a, years. And a great partner of ours in really getting the word out on a variety of topics. So follow him. Where can we follow you? Uh, Twitter, at SK Tornquist, and of course, the eConsultancy blog. Right. Um, very good writer and smart dude. <laughs> you heard it here from Lori H. Schwartz, broadcasting live on the ad tech floor 2016 in New York at the Java Center on Voice America. Thanks, folks. We'll be back soon. Thanks. You're tuned in to Made Conference, powered by AdTech. 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 Voice America is live at another great event. Please join us at the AdTech Conference and Exhibition from the Javits Center in New York City.